0: check out MidwayUSA.com.
1: Hello, ride. Welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast, Kevin and Chuck. Today, we're going to talk about the ATF. Now, some of you guys probably don't know what that stands for. You get confused. There's a lot of number agencies out there. So the Bureau, I don't know. I don't know where the B comes from. Not in there. Not in there. A little weird. FBI stands mm-hmm. for Bureau, right? Right. It's in there. ATF, now.
2: No. Alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. And explosives. There's no E in there either. But that's the now official name is of the Bureau of Alcohol and Tobacco the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives.
1: All right, so we have a lot to dig into.
2: Mm-hmm. But I got to tell you, where are those letters? I just, Everyone wants to know.
1: I kind of wanna, wanna say that. I really just want to talk about firearms.
2: Can uh, I? Can I say that? All right, I guess that's all right.
1: But I kind of want to talk about explosives now. I kind of feel like maybe I missed something.
2: Yeah, yeah. They so, yeah they actually um um. Arrested a bunch of people that were in a rocketry club. But Rockets. then turns Rockets out when they went to fun. court that rocketry isn't explosives. It's not related anyway. So. No. So they arrested a bunch of people illegally.
1: I feel like they do a lot of things illegally. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's an oath that federal agents take. Uh-huh. And I actually went on their website and I confirmed. I'm like, well, what oath does an ATF... Agent, take you know, right. and it turns out, I I couldn't believe it. I was stunned. They take an oath that says, "I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic." And I feel like they're the enemy. I mean, yeah, the, the enemy domestic against
2: ones? the Constitution. The domestic, yeah,
1: yeah, they're a domestic enemy of the Constitution. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're my enemy. I don't need to do battle with them. But I'm saying the Constitution. I mean,
2: they're coming to our house now after this. They're clearly
1: in violation. Well, they're coming to your house because that's where (laughs) we are. They're going to be like, oh, Kevin. Uh huh. So, but that's the thing is like, you're in violation of your own mandate, like right out of the gate because they didn't read the Second Amendment. No. Now, here's the thing. So, when the ATF is listening to this episode, Let me tell you, the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed.
2: No? Yeah, no, they missed that. They missed the infringed part? Mm Mm-hmm. To limit? No? Yeah. Well, I mean, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I feel like the tobacco and and alcohol alcohol is in that one, so... Didn't
1: we just see some kind of Thomas Jefferson bumper sticker about weed and... Alcohol and and, and firearms bitches. and bitches is yeah. his whole thing.
2: I don't know if that's an actual quote, but he probably said it at some point. But you
1: feel like how could he not? Right. Right.
2: He might not have written it down anywhere, <laughs> he, but I'm right. sure in a private conversation he didn't at say, some "Hey, point,
1: buddy, write this shit uh-huh. down." So, the ATF came to be in somewhere around 1972.
2: Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, somewhere oh. around there. All right. So, I mean, hit and miss. It's it's a little bit hazy because they apparently have been around for a long time, but yeah, different names. And...
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll call it the Shady as Fuck Organization. Right. You know, whatever. So I, I, I don't want to give you guys misinformation. I'm all about the facts. Mm-hmm. They're like, Chuck, you know, you always get to the bottom of things. You're not going to lead us astray. Yeah. Let's well, get the facts are
2: that they call Elliot Ness... A legacy member of the ATF when they were founded in 1972 and Elliot Ness was long dead by that point
1: yeah that see I find conflicting yeah I feel like it's an agency built on lies mm. you see, built what, I on lies. No <laughs> see shit. what I did there mm-hmm. now if you go on their website atf.gov right you're probably then put on a watch
2: list right because who
1: the fuck would go to that website Mm. Exactly I think right away don't they ask you for your email Yeah
2: only assholes like you and me
1: So let's go on So they're like oh Find out about you know Elliot Ness And our history And you're like wait he had nothing to do with you But you know Elliot Ness is the untouchables Kevin Costner Going after
2: Capone
1: Right wasn't it Kevin Costner
2: Yeah in the movie Yeah Yep.
1: Well, obviously in the
2: movie, <laughs> he, yeah, Kevin Costner wasn't actually Elliot Ness in real life, but I mean, yeah, he played him in a movie.
1: Well, and, that was and an excellent
2: movie. By really the
1: way, really, the actor in the movie is the only thing I know. Mm-hmm.
2: Right, right.
1: I mean, you know, obviously Tom Cruise or whatever. You know, Top mm-hmm. Gun. When that happened in real life, I assume it was Tom Cruise up there. Right,
2: right, protecting us so, from yeah, you know foreign enemies.
1: enemies. So, there. A couple of things that they claim to fame. So when you go on their ATF history timeline, they try and cash in on a lot of things. Um, they they talk about like an alcohol tax was enacted in 1813, and that was to offset the debt from the Revolutionary War. Mm-hmm. And that's like, you know, so it was popular but beneficial because, you know. It was fun- unpopular? Unpopular. Yeah, they had up. a
2: whole rebellion called the whiskey the rebellion. The whiskey rebellion. Yeah. I mean, that was all whole thing there.
1: The IRS, eighteen sixty two. Now, here's where one of the things they're saying like helped really found them. Mm-hmm. The Oleo Margarine Act. Okay. Of eighteen eighty six. Because you know, if the government doesn't get to the bottom of fake butter. Mm-hmm. Then what the fuck,
2: right? Yeah, what are they doing?
1: What are they? I mean, are you even protecting me, God? Right.
2: So I thought I was putting butter on my toast, and it's just, just colored it's just
1: lard. Colored... What the fuck, man, dude? So check this out: in 1867, a French food research chemist, mm-hmm. um, they got his name, but it's French. You wouldn't fucking understand it because I don't. So yeah. I'm not even gonna bother. Discovers a process for the manufacture of artificial butter. The dairy industry, fearful that oleo margarine might be substituted for butter, wait for it, without the customer's knowledge. Mm. And I mean, we got to stop that shit. Whoa. Yeah. And I asked the old lady about this. I'm like, "What do you, what do you know about this shit? She said they were required back in the day to have like white lard. And then have a little yellow injection tube. Right. But it had to be separate. And you to had to inject so it knew. after you bought it. Okay. So you knew, wait a minute, not butter. <laughs> and you know these ATF agents were like kicking in the fucking door. Right. Like, whoa, you just spread that shit <laughs> on your fucking, I think it was yellow when you opened the package.
2: Oh my
1: God. So I found it a little concerning that this is the kind
2: of shit they're worried about. And this is how they got warmed up. The um, origin of the mommy state.
1: It really, it feels like, man, these guys are really like all over it, right? Mm-hmm. And they're just so worried. Like, all right, so I understand that Prohibition and we are talking about that's really before the ATF's time. Mm-hmm. However, I do want to point out if they're going to take credit for Elliot Ness, I feel like we can pin some of the government's wrongdoing that happened mm-hmm. in Prohibition right. on them. Mm-hmm. You feel like that's a legitimate argument? Sure. Yeah, you're willing to go there? Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm willing to say that the government poisoned alcohol so people would get sick and illegally put it into the system. hmm And they did that. That's a fact you can look up.
2: Okay. All right. It's a thing. Yeah, no, I've, I've heard that before. I wasn't sure if that was a conspiracy th- theory or if that was real life. Well, but... if I said it right it's a
1: conspiracy oh i was going to say it's a conspiracy theory but <laughs> cuz if you heard it here i mean come on but yeah now they're fucking up shit left and right um actually no i came across that and kind of did some d- digging uh mm-hmm. when we did our moonshine episode
2: oh okay all
1: right um i don't know if you guys got excited about that one but that's you know a thing all right so we'll keep moving on um i have prohibition in 1919 um, the bureau of prohibition um 1927 1930 where, where is uh, your where do we land here with your notes
2: well all right so finally they do become the ATF
1: 1972
2: 1972 July oh, so
1: 1st so we are jumping ahead all right no i'm good tell me what what happens in 1972
2: right. uh well they get started here and uh Right off the um, right off the bat, they're a little uh, a little crazy, a little hanky. Yeah. So within ten years, um, the Senate formed a ju- uh, judiciary subcommittee to investigate all the complaints. Um, what they said were seventy five percent of gun prosecutions were aimed at ordinary citizens with no criminal intent. That's what this subcommittee found.
1: 70%. I feel like that's a pretty high number. 75%. 75. I thought you right. said 70. So all that right.
2: means only 25% of the arrests were legitimate. Were, were actually people breaking the law.
1: And they were probably framed anyway. I mean, they probably bought it. You know what? They were probably found with machine guns stolen from ATF agents. Right.
2: Because that happened. Because that
1: happened. Yeah. <laughs> You think it doesn't happen. But it does happen. But it It does. does. Right. All right.
2: All right. They also said ATF, this is a quote ATF agents tended to concentrate upon collectors' items rather than criminal street guns. Hmm. So they're really just after people that have guns, not criminals with guns.
1: Well, you know, I've talked to police Because, you know, past. criminals
2: with guns actually shoot back at you.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And cops are like, you know, I like to pull over the guy who's, like, speeding a little bit, mm-hmm. who looks like a nice family man, because I know I'm not going right. to get it's shot. Right, it's a minivan. I'm not going to get shot. You're not going to get shot
2: pulling that car yep. over. Right.
1: I see what he did there. All they right. run the plate quick. Wait, he doesn't have a concealed carry. That guy.
2: Good. Fuck this guy. Yep. Alright, uh they also said based upon these hearings, it is apparent that ATF enforcement tactics made possible by current federal firearms laws are constitutionally, legally, and practically reprehensible. That's the US Senate saying this about the ATF.
1: I also find the ATF reprehensible.
2: Mm-hmm. Now they they in response to this they they passed the firearm owners protection owners protection act. In 1986, okay. so that put an end to all their nonsense. Oh, right? so there was no more problems? No more problems until uh, four years later. Unless you're at Ruby Ridge, yeah. If you're at Ruby Ridge, you might have an ATF informant ask you to hey, solve for shotgun. Hey, could you do me a favor and cut yeah. this <laughs> shotgun, shotgun down in size? Uh-huh. Uh huh. And so they arrested him right after. They asked him to become an informant. And he said no. So they realized right then they had to fuck that guy.
1: (laughs) You're working against us, motherfucker. Uh I see what you're doing here.
2: Oh, you're not going to do what we tell you? Because you have to think about the government this way, or at least I think about the government this way. They don't have any real law. No. They don't have any reason to coerce you to do anything. So what they do do is pass...
1: Bullshit millions laws. of
2: laws so that everybody's a criminal. Yes. So that that way they can offer to not prosecute you if you do what they tell you. To. Yes. So the more laws they are there are, the more the government can control what you do. Just keep that in mind the next time uh they're the next passing time bullshit you're laws. Yeah, they're passing bullshit when laws. It,
1: when it's a thousand pages mm-hmm. and they're like we have to pass right. it so we can find out what's in there cuz right. it's too much is for there, Is there, there ever, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is there ever to read?
2: Is there ever a reason that a cop can't pull you over? No. Because every time, you know, I drive a lot late at night for for work. Yes. And I get pulled over all the time just so they can see if I'm drunk. Yeah, but you look a little shifty. I I do look a little shifty, but maybe if I'm driving the speed limit and my lights aren't fucked up and there's nothing wrong with my car. Damn those light bulbs. They should just let me be. But... They got a check. It's the end of the month. They got a quota. Got a check.
1: Got a check, man. If I could bag just one uh-huh. more DUI,
2: that's Sweet. right. <laughs> so, all right. So, what they did with Randy Weaver is they pat they uh, they passed on false information about him to uh, the U.S. Marshals and to the FBI, saying that he had explosive uh, booby traps on his property, tunnels and bunkers on his property that he was growing marijuana on his property, and he was a bank robber. All of these things were not true. So, the U.S. Marshals went up to raid his house. or They were going to do a reconnaissance mission. And they ended up uh, shooting his kid and his dog on this reconnaissance mission.
1: And if you watch the movie, and if you read all the kind of accounts... They weren't wearing, like, shit that said FBI or anything. Yeah, it was just black. They were were all in, like, you know, ski masks and the whole fucking thing. Mm -hmm. And they're coming up on the guy's property fucking sneaking through the woods on private property. Right. Unannounced. And
2: And the the dog starts barking at him. And they shoot the dog. Uh Uh-huh. And then the
1: kid's like, fuck you. You just shot my dog and you're wearing a mask. You must be a criminal. Right. You obviously have ill intent. Right. So the kid shot, shot the marshal. Right. And then they're like, oh, they're shooting <laughs> at us. What uh-huh. are we going to do? And they just
2: opened up on their asses. Fucking clowns. Mm-hmm. Now, the, you know, the U.S. Marshals do what the U.S. Marshals do. But they only did that because they had all this, this false information that, you know, that the oh, AF These guys ATF are really dangerous. About. Right. Now,
1: they also, I have to point out, The Alcoholic Beverage Labeling Act. Oh, you're still on Ruby Ridge?
2: No, we can go on. I mean, just want to point out that later on they also shot his wife in the head. Don't want to leave that one out. No? Mm -hmm. All right. Never actually shot uh, Randy Weaver. He actually was arrested, went to court, and found innocent. Right. He didn't do anything wrong. Neither did his wife or his kid, I mean, or his dog we this
1: dog. You, but, know. you know it's just a dog.
2: Right, it's just a dog.
1: That's fucked up,
2: Kevin. I, yep. I tried I tried to trick you there. And you, yep. just walked you know right the cops the cops when they raid your house, they, they always shoot, shoot the your dog, dog. Always. just to just to prove a point that they're serious? I'm not fucking mm-hmm.
1: around. Look at me, I just shot your yeah. dog.
2: You shoot my fucking dog, ooh, you're gonna be in deep shit. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna let you arrest me. But I'm gonna catch I'm gonna catch up. We're gonna catch up later.
1: Maybe I'll come to your house. Uh, <laughs> Maybe there's something that you Maybe love. Maybe there's
2: something you love that I'll shoot. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just That's saying. fucked up, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Sounds
1: like you're saying some dangerous things. You're probably on a watch list.
2: I've been on a watch list at least for two years since we started this <laughs> since show. Since we started this? I look up all sorts of stuff on the internet, and I know they're watching <sighs> me.
1: Yeah, I was actually just listening to an audio book, and they were talking about how you got on like the government's like send this motherfucker to a camp list. Mm-hmm. And again, it's a fiction novel, whatever. Right. So don't don't get all panicked. Mm-hmm. But they were like, "Oh, if they have one or more firearms that they've purchased, I'm like, all right, right, check, check." And they were like, "Or if they belong to Facebook groups that might be a little, you know, pro whatever." Yeah, you check. formed a Facebook group. If they're Christian, check. If they're conservative, check. And they were like, If you have two or more and I'm like, Two or more?
2: And yeah, I'm like, shit, Oh yeah, dude. we're fucked. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I know there was a, there was an issue with um people that were obsessed with the constitution of the United States being possible domestic oh, yeah. terrorists. Oh, that, veteran. that wasn't a Veteran, veteran was on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Check. That wasn't a, a fiction book though, the the part about being uh interested in the constitution. Well of the remember that ridiculous That might um, mean you're a domestic terrorist. Yeah.
1: That was uh, Homeland Security if mm-hmm. issued a warning and they sent it around to all the local police stations. And it was if they're veterans, pro America, conservative, they, they're probably, you know, need to be on right. a watch list. Be
2: on the list. Yep. And I'm like, well,
1: fuck. You know, that was when I was like, all right, we're making a podcast. That was right fuck after
2: uh, Timothy McVeigh did the bombing that I, was I think like, they we're, sent we're that done.
1: We're done. We're yeah. just all in now. Because, you know, whatever. Who are you going to fucking be? You know, you either stand up and be a man or you don't. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, there were a bunch of people who did want to cling to their religion and guns out in Texas. Yes, sir. You had some notes on that?
2: No, I don't have anything at that, but I remember that. All right, so that comment.
1: I, I think it was in Waco. Isn't that uh, famous for uh, yeah. Mixer Upper? Yeah, Isn't that's, that where uh, Chip and JoJo That are? is,
2: that is, that is. And they have cheap houses down there, man. I don't know where no, they're getting they them. No, they used to have cheap not houses. Not anymore. till yeah. Chip and JoJo showed up,
1: ruined fixed the whole neighborhood. Yeah, fixed the whole damn town. fixed the whole place, and uh-huh. everyone's like, oh, I want to be neighbors with yep. Chip and JoJo.
2: But something else did happen in Waco. All right,
1: what happened in Waco? Um.
2: 1993. This is 3 years after Ruby Ridge. So they managed to go 3 years without a major incident.
1: Okay, 3 years. So okay. that, that's something. Uh
2: the ATF conducted a raid on Mount Carmel and uh now the ATF director Steve uh Hagen promised the Treasury Treasury undersecretary for enforcement Ron Noble that the raid would not be conducted. If they didn't, if they lost the element of surprise, yeah. Uh, so they found out the day before that the guys at Waco knew that they were coming to serve this. Do you this war. know how they knew they were coming? Yeah, they had an informant in there.
1: Well, it was even better. So one of the guys who was this informant goes to check it out, and he gets lost and he can't find the location of the compound. Mm-hmm. So he stops the mailman, and is like, "Hey." I'm looking for like a bunch of psychos with guns. Mm-hmm. I'm from the government. Here's my badge. Right. Look at me. Um, do you know where I'd find this David Koresh and his group? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no problem. They're right up there. Mm-hmm. The guy was a member.
2: Oh no shit.
1: The mailman. Mm-hmm. Th- this information, I think, is available on the ATF website.
2: Okay, I see. I didn't like, see that story. Yeah. Oh.
1: So, they had all kinds of. But here's the thing. So the information that led, it wasn't because like somebody's like, oh, I'm being held in some kind of weird sex cult or Mm -hmm. I I feel like I'm being threatened and I can't get out of this secret cult. Nobody came to the government and said that. That didn't happen. Nobody was like, this guy's crazy. He's bothering me. No. They were like, we think they may have purchased, wait for it, according to the ATF's website, Lots of guns and thousands of rounds. Hello? Did you... Is that in the Constitution? Are we allowed to own guns?
2: Yeah, certainly. thousands of rounds? Certainly. I mean, I can But they're upholding the Constitution, I can shoot
1: a thousand rounds in, like, a weekend. Yeah. I can shoot a thousand rounds in about two hours. (laughs) But, you know, hey, that's just me. But... And they're all like, oh... Now, later when you read into it, they're like, oh, well, we do think... They had some machine guns, and as far as I could tell, they did, they say, I don't even know I wasn't there to verify it, nobody brought me in as, like, the people's witness, Mm -hmm. which I feel like maybe they should in the future, like, hey, Chuck, look, if you stand here and vouch for us, Mm -hmm. then, you know, then it'll all go good. You guys, ATF, you're listening, you might want to make note on that, I'll give you a little credibility, right? but I I do have pretty high fees. Mm Mm-hmm. Um,
2: Go on the crazy Facebook.
1: Page. I may have I may have, you know, if you hook me up with some machine guns and things like that, we mm-hmm. might be able to work out a deal. Right. you know now I'd need some kind of cards and documentation, right. I understand you guys like stickers and patches and stamps. stamps are fun, you know mm-hmm. like scratch and sniff, whatever right, right. with your silencers. Yeah. So apparently they had supposedly, they might have converted some of the guns to be fully automatic, and they may have manufactured or purchased illegal silencers. Yeah. Well, now, you they could go... have just been oil filters mm-hmm. that they had laying around, and they were like, see, it's a silencer. Look, it threads right on. Mm-hmm. If I dump all the oil out of the car and take this filter and bring it over to the gun and twist it on, right, it could Done. be
2: used. Mm-hmm.
1: That's a possibility.
2: Yeah, I di- You can go on YouTube and see the ATF agent getting shot with the machine gun, though. So, yeah. I mean, there is that. There is well, that. There is now, that. Well, I'm they not did saying, say at the end, they I'm not saying like that, six. Yeah, I'm not six six saying that guns. they should have just left these people completely alone. Well, I am saying that. Yeah. They should have just left them alone.
1: Fuck it. Wait. Wherein, shall not be infringed, does it say I can't own a machine gun?
2: All I'm saying is— And you're
1: saying, oh, well, they update the Constitution and do new things all the time with new laws. Well, okay, new laws. Show me where you amended it and allowed that they could stop allowing you to own machine guns.
2: Yeah, it's not in the Constitution. Which amendment was that? Oh, because it ain't
1: fucking in there.
2: (laughs) That's right. That's right. Uh,
1: it makes my blood pressure. All grow. I'm it's saying is, to get a little migraine. You know. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I know you get wound up. You get the vein blood starts popping out the on the side of your head. Face is
1: all red.
2: Yep. Yeah. Now Church all I'm saying out a is, David by Kresch, the, end
1: of the Episode.
2: David Koresh went for a jog at, through town every morning. Okay. They could have just pulled over on the side of the road and, and said, like, hey, "Hey, dude, we got to talk." Auto, dude. Yeah. But they didn't do that. No. They decided that even though they knew they were coming, they were going to bring the press with them. And go up there and just kick in the door. Now, what happened? Four ATF agents were shot and killed. Six Branch Davidians were shot and killed. That's the first day. Day one. Then they had a 51-day standoff. Do you remember this? I remember watching this shit on the news all day. It went on for two months. And ultimately, 76 people were killed and 20 of them were little kids. Oh,
1: that's that's
2: kind. Good job, ATF.
1: Yeah, but you know, Kevin, if one law enforcement officer dies, isn't it worth just sacrificing gun 76 owners? 76
2: pe- people. Fuck them. Yeah, fuck them.
1: You know, because, I mean, higher standard, you mm-hmm. know? You know, we have more serious penalties when you go after law enforcement because they would never violate the law. They're above reproach.
2: Above. Yeah, well, that's right. They're law enforcement. They promise to uh, protect the Constitution, dude. Oath keepers, mm-hmm. if you will. Yep, yep, you would think. All right, because they took an oath. Mm-hmm. From all enemies, domestic and foreign. Who's the who? I want to know, who are the domestic enemies of the Constitution in this situation?
1: You're court in danger right mm-hmm. now. Because
2: I don't feel like David Koresh was, was trying to overthrow the Constitution of the United States. No. I don't think he did anything at all in violation of the Constitution of the United States. No. But there was an agency that did. The there... ones that took an oath not to... Not to to do that but anyway i'm getting sidetracked
1: i think so you are.
2: let's get up to uh let's get up to 2001 this is the next major incident the james beck shootout um ended up in the uh death of uh deputy sheriff jake uh Ker-G-N and james beck now what happened was the atf was watching this dude's house and he, he tried to become a police officer they didn't let him because he was a fucking crazy person.
1: There is Nuts that out. sometimes.
2: Right. So the ATF was watching his house. They told the police that they should go in there and check on this guy because he, was, uh, he might have had an illegal firearm. Might have. They knew that he had, again, thousands of rounds of ammunition. Also knew that he had... Uh, at least semi-automatic and, and probably automatic weapons. Probably. They didn't, they didn't tell the sheriff's deputy this. That's why he got shot, because he went up and knocked on this dude's door, and the guy's like, I ain't coming out. So, uh, ultimately, the FBI managed to light his house on fire.
1: Yeah.
2: Not the FBI, I'm sorry, This the SWAT team. Managed to light his house on fire with a tear gas. The neighbor's house is on fire the the SWAT team fired more than 555 rounds of ammunition into his house and both his neighbors' houses. Because I feel like, I, I mean, if you can't hit a house, what do they say about you can't hit the side of a, a barn? If you can't even hit the fucking house you're shooting at, maybe you need a little bit more firearms training. But that's a side point. Because one of the houses got over 100 rounds shot into the house, and it was a couple and their infant, their newborn infant, and they had to hide in the bathtub in their in their bathroom to not get killed. Then there are thirty rounds went into the other neighbor's house. Sure. Both of those houses were also caught on fire.
1: <laughs> I has not seen that play out. Right.
2: So. So it was like it was like straight you know heavy metal uh, death clock shit going on there. The guy fired back thousands of rounds of ammunition at the, at the officers. Ultimately, his house burned and, and collapsed on top of him. Um, the uh, Los Angeles uh, County Board of uh, Supervisors said that the ATF had failed to prepare for a violent response and did not properly warn the county Sheriff department of the risks, including Beck's stockpile of weapons. So they yeah they didn't just didn't tell the sheriff's department that what they were walking into, uh the couple with the newborn baby, who had a, a hundred rounds shot into their house ended up getting two hundred thousand dollars. I like payment. Cash. The guy and that the, was
1: actually paid for by you and me the
2: tax yeah part. that was us we did that, along with the one point two five billion dollars we give to the ATF every year. That's a lot to work against the yeah. constitution. If you do the math on that, that's a portion of your paycheck that you're giving to them. You know, that's a that's a, that's a painful legitimate portion. amount of money. Uh,
1: when why would you have an organization that just runs around and is like, oh, I think you might have cigarettes without a little <laughs> sticker on the bottom?
2: Right, right. No, but they also carry machine guns when they do that. So yeah, I mean, gotta gotta be important. Uh, the house that One had thirty rounds ball caps fired and into look it
1: over fences.
2: Yes, yeah, sir they're watching you Yep. they're watching you uh that was uh the other house was thirty two thousand five hundred dollars he got that we paid for so just a, just a heads up maybe they're maybe they're spending your money unwisely I don't know but maybe they seem they're to be using
1: their guns wait using their money to buy back guns from law-abiding citizens
2: well that's, and then... that's good though I mean less guns on the
1: street right? We'll wait, and then we'll store them in this janitor closet I have right here. Okay. And then we'll go to the nudie bar across the street. Uh-huh. And then we'll Following we you lo- the back, logic? What the fuck? Where'd all the guns go? Yeah. <laughs> and I left my machine gun right fucking
2: there. Um, damn it. Damn it. Damn it. So now to- the people that were that so own we, the guns legally yeah, don't they're own gone, them anymore. They're gone. Who owns the guns that were stolen?
1: Well, it must be criminals. Oh, shit. So that might not be the way to actually enforce... Right, well, you're not really public helping safety. Right, You're not, and they're like, oh, yeah, well, that happened, but... And I don't know about the nudie bar but they, part. Yeah. They just walked away.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I don't know if they were at the nudie bar.
2: It could have been a gay club. Yeah, and it took them a long time to figure out even what happened to the guns. Like five years. Well, that's why we get
1: into Project Gun Runner and Fast and Furious.
2: All right, moving right along. They're now, like, now, just just so we're clear, they still didn't get those guns back, did no. they? They're no, still missing. No, they're still missing. Okay. All right.
1: Project Gun Runner, they're like, you know, guns go missing all the fucking time. Right. We should figure out where the fuck they're going. Mm-hmm. So they had under Bush, the ATF <coughs> was like, Well, let's uh let let's come up with this Project Gunrunner and what we'll do is we'll put tracking devices in the guns. Mm-hmm. And we'll follow follow where the they guns. Alright. Now we're not gonna like go get them after they show up somewhere. We'll just watch them. Okay. You know see how many bad things happen with a gun. Right. And we'll tell everybody, hey, even if people don't have the proper documentation just sell them a fucking gun. Be like, "Hey, I have this one that has tracking and fancy." It's got well, like, I don't think they're telling lights. them about oh, they that. They didn't tell them about no, that. No, but All right, but whatever, people were buying guns. This one's on sale were these $100 off. Ooh, bargain yes. guns. Bargain gun. So then they're running across the border. And then Obama's like, "Wait, I heard Bush did this awesome fucking thing where he's sending guns all over. I right. have friends in Mexico. I would love to give some guns. I heard about the hundred dollar off coupon. Right, right. For, hey, I don't have ID, but I have a hundred
2: dollar off coupon. Yeah, can I still get one of these tracking device guns with a hundred dollars off? I think so. I all think right, maybe available. I need to look into this.
1: Yeah, I think maybe you need to call I can the go. ATF, yeah,
2: I go to their website. Go to their website. Send them an email."
1: Say so, hey, I heard you guys have some discount possibly with Full Auto. Uh-huh. Wink wink. Mm-hmm. And see what they do for you.
2: Yeah, I mean, let's find out about so, the bargain prices now, before we at that. Kevin has it. a
1: theory that Obama, it's possible didn't even have a clue what was going on.
2: It's possible that Bush didn't have a clue what was going on.
1: I'm willing to accept both those as legitimate answers. Right. You
2: know, somebody, you know, who did know who, what was who going knew on.
1: What was going on?
2: The fucking ATF.
1: The fucking ATF. They were in charge. They had fucking Elliot Ness out there mm-hmm. wearing one of those fucking ball caps. Right, right. And he's like, hey, we're gonna get to the bottom of this shit. I'm right? They, they all the guns. thawed
2: his head out from being cryogenically frozen. Yeah. Put it on a robot body, and he was in charge of the whole operation.
1: Yes. Yes. I feel like that's accurate. Now, I think what we learn about all this is that When you go on like Brownell's website, and they're like, "Oh, you can buy this sear pin from us Mm -hmm. because it's legal for you to buy it." Maybe I don't know, but don't put it in your gun. Or if you go on Amazon and you buy that fuel filter,
2: or you know, oil filter. Wait, Chuck, are you telling me that I can make a silencer (gasps) out of an oil filter that I can buy? Just buy at AutoZone over
1: the shelf. With a NAPA part number, like you might walk into NAPA and be like, yeah, could I get a uh, 4003 oil filter? And I mean, that might not have the right thread thing. You'd have to go on Amazon and get the right thread count. But I mean, you walk in and buy that, you could be caught in danger. You're putting yourself on a list. Right. Where the ATF's like, whoa, whoa, that might not be for his car. And it might be that could have been what David Koresh had. I don't know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, he could have had like a bunch of oil filters on the shelf. Like, the guy's fanatical about changing his oil, right? He's like, Hey, every freaking month I do it
2: 3,000
1: <laughs> the... miles. Mm hmm.
2: Because it's
1: Texas, you got to drive a long way to get anywhere. Yeah, nothing's it's close. Texas is huge. Yeah. You never heard everything's bigger in Texas?
2: hmm
1: Right. So you're like, oh, I'm going to go to AutoZone, 1,000 miles. Three, three,
2: yep. There and back, you're in trouble. couple of We're filters. There.
1: you got to buy those things in bulk. hmm And then the ATF's like, whoa, friend, hey. <laughs> now, I don't know. So now, is it possible, Kevin, for someone to become an ATF agent and not be a jerk?
2: I think so. I, th- right. I think there are probably plenty of ATF agents that are decent guys. Now,
1: what if you were the guy out there who was like, you know what? I'm going to join the ATF. I get to have cool guns. Mm-hmm. I get tactical gear paid for by the government. I like that, tactical. And not only that, when we show up on some little old lady waiting to change her oil filter. Shoot her ass. I, I could be like, hey, friends. Maybe she's just going to put that in her car and you could be like the voice of reason. Mm -hmm. Is that guy possibly out there?
2: Possibly. Possibly. The person that I would worry about is Regina Lombardo.
1: Oh, tell me about Regina. She's the
2: deputy director. All right. Is she listening to this podcast right now? Man, I don't know anymore. I don't know anymore. Somebody came by the other day and asked me if this was the room where all the— the hidden microphones are. And I said, they don't even need one. I've got a microphone right here. <laughs> I have here. my own microphone. Yeah, it's already plugged in and turned on.
1: We're oh, ready to go.
2: No. Oh, no. So, yeah, I mean, all they got to do is listen to our podcast and, and know that they could probably kick our door in and shoot our dogs, but. And shoot our dogs. Mm-hmm.
1: But then after the whole family's dead, the dogs are dead, they're going to be like, shit, everything was legal. Oh, fuck. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Because that's awkward and embarrassing. It's a little uncomfortable. It is,
2: and as you see, as you can see, over the past thirty years, forty years, it's happened a couple of times.
1: Does their track record really say?
2: Mm-hmm. You know, uh, a few years ago, they went to a gun show in Pittsburgh. Okay. Took down all the license plates of of people that were yes. buying firearms. Yes. Went house to house, and if you wouldn't or couldn't show them your paperwork, jail.
1: Lock those Jail. motherfuckers. Jail. Lock in. them
2: up. Because they were probably criminals anyway. Probably. Probably. They legally bought a firearm? Prison. The let's go. shoot. The, let's go shoot some dogs.
1: Shall not be. I feel like if you tax me for something, that's infringing. Right. You're limiting my right to own because I have to pay a tax to own it. Right. I, I feel like we're court in danger here. And I just think if you are the ATF agent.
2: Yeah. We're just two activist judges away from losing all our rights for firearms.
1: We were gonna lose our rights anyway.
2: Mm-hmm. So it's it's coming. They're they're coming it's for coming. your shotgun. Stock up right now. Stock up. I mean, 20... don't don't you didn't hear that from me. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. I mean, if you've got two guns and a thousand arms uh, a thousand rounds of ammunition That's considered a stockpile, according to the newspaper that I was reading this morning. But, whatever. I mean, potato, potato, whatever.
1: Exactly. So, that's what we have to say about that. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. We did uh, have one of our listeners out there bump his uh, Patreon up to $10 a month. Woohoo! That's pretty sweet. Nice,
2: yeah.
1: That's nice when you show us a little appreciation. You're like, you know what? Not only do I want to contribute and ensure the Survival and Basic Badass podcast stays on the air, but I want to take it to the next level. Now, that kind of badass commitment, I appreciate it.
2: Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. And, uh, yeah, we definitely appreciate it. I mean, that's what keeps us going here. That's why we're willing to put our
1: life on the line. Right, right. Kevin just put his whole family in danger right now.
2: And my dogs. And his dogs. God knows what's going to happen to them now.
1: I mean, somebody's got it. Somebody's gonna have to take care of the cats after Uh, Kevin and the dogs. They never shoot the
2: goddamn cats. I mean, if you wanted to come to my house and shoot my cats, I wouldn't even say nothing.
1: (laughs) He'd be like, "Dude, you're good, man. Don't even even worry about it.
2: You just saved me twenty eight cents in ammunition."
1: There you go. So, whatever Patreon, you guys want to look out for us,
2: and and you'll note we don't have fifteen minutes of commercials in the beginning of our episode. And we don't even put commercials in the middle of our episode. No. Like, Every like once in certain a while. We'll people, hit you up for TACPAC,
1: but when we hit you up for a tack pack, aren't we really doing you a favor?
2: That's right. We're doing a service.
1: It's a service, you mm-hmm. know? So. Um,
2: that's do it. You, Kevin likes emails? Yeah. If you want to email us at preppingbadass at gmail.com, I get your emails. I respond to you I even talk about them on the on the podcast. Some That's sometimes a lot of
1: exciting stuff coming um, on in the email. If you
2: are going to send us an email, and you don't want me to mention uh, the email on the show, just jot that down there. Never well, we use last use, names. Yeah, though. we
1: just use first names because mm-hmm. you know you don't want the ATF knocking on your door, right? You probably love your dog, right?
2: <laughs> hey. Right. You. Yep. All right. So with that, stay safe, and we'll talk to you guys next week. The Survival and Basic Badass Podcast is a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. Mm